after further reveal. What's up, everybody? Episode 28 of After Further Review here. Chase with you, and we, all the hosts are here, Ben and Ryan, ready to get into it this week. Got a little bit of a shorter show, but we're going to get into a lot of stuff. If you haven't already checked out our socials, look at that. We've been posting good videos doing Immaculate Grids every show, so get get in touch with that. And also check out our Twitter, we're always posting stuff up on there. How are you guys doing this week? Good, good. We're uh, unfortunate that we can't be all together again because that was a fun one, but we're uh, this will be a good good podcast. Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. Chase, make a couple more trips up or, or we'll meet you halfway yeah. for a show every now and then. Just like do yeah. a car podcast or something. Oh, I'll be lit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should yeah. do that. Yeah. So as we get into this, we uh, we got a couple couple shout outs on Instagram and a couple, couple things sent to us that we just wanted to briefly talk about. So the first thing was from my wife julia and she um during the women's world cup she thought it was kind of neat there was a, a real scent that it was basically it was nigeria um morocco there was three african teams that were advancing to the round of 16 it was morocco nigeria and south africa and they were playing their colonizers which was just kind of like so someone made like a reel about it but i didn't like not something you would think about but they were all playing their colonizers. So like Nigeria was playing England, Morocco was playing France, and South Africa was playing um, the Netherlands. I think it's who it was. So it's just kind of ironic that that's, that was kind of how the bracket went. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A shame that none of them got to advance. Yeah, against... we didn't really talk about the Women's World Cup much after that, just because the U.S. lost and I think everyone kind of lost interest. But that's kind of interesting. No, Nigeria took England to PKs though too. So, I mean... Zero zero draw, not an exciting match, but yeah, I mean, you're just seeing more and more women's um, just sports and countries over the world thrive. I mean, st- still like in most sports, I would say that the U.S. women's teams dominate. I mean, basketball, but soccer this year, you can obviously see that it's coming a lot more full circle all around the world. Kind of like how basketball is in the men's field. We touched on that one the with the Hall of Fame class being a bunch of people from different countries but yeah shout out to the to the african nations and showing up and making the round of 16 didn't get passed but hey neither did the u.s so oh just kind of an interesting one and the other thing she sent was just um a picture of an old-time basketball game and just thought it was she never saw the refs how they dressed and if you (laughs) it was kind of funny if you look at how the refs dress are literally like a top hat like basically like a suit with like a vest and they're just refing a basketball game. So just kind of how far the game has come. It's just pretty crazy if you pull that up. Well, that before, but that's amazing. Yeah. So they, <laughs> I love it. They should make them do that for like a throwback game. Like whenever teams wear like throwback jerseys, the ref should have to wear throwback ref uniforms. Yeah. No, it's like. And like write a- everything on a pencil and notepad too. This is the guy. Oh, oh that's it? Oh. oh. <laughs> it's like Red Dead Redemption picture. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was it was this one, the guys. Oh, it's just literally like that'd be some guy who's taking photos right now. Nineteen twenty one. He'd be like he'd be like the guy on the boardwalk getting you like those Western time photos done. Yeah. Is it what? Yeah. Right now. It looks we'll like the coach. Pretty crazy. We'll we'll put that on the story or something. Just kind of that crazy post. But and last thing from Instagram was from Devin. Appreciate the uh, the the shout out, Devin. 
Julia, we appreciate you listening. Devin, we also appreciate you listening. Shout out to both of you for hitting us up. So Devin's was a post that was also a question, and it said, if you were randomly dropped into a pro sporting event with your entire country's hopes and dreams on the line, would you want to attempt a free throw, a penalty kick, a 25-yard field goal, or a six-foot putt? What are you going with? Oh, my gosh. gosh. You give me the list again. Got a free throw, a penalty kick, a 25-yard field goal, or a six-foot putt? I'm telling you right now, free throws out. It's the automatic out. And I, <laughs> I'm better at basketball than any other sport, but I choke at the line. You're going to make that putt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of putts, not to interrupt, but we did tell you guys we talked about our golf. We did not shoot par. Just letting everyone know, we tried. Yeah, we... I'm going for the PK, by the way. I'm just going for the PK because you don't – I mean, you kind of have to aim, but if you just blast it as hard as you can at goal and hope the goalie just – guess is wrong i'm going pk true that's a good point you can do a lot of dancing around and make it open come on chase you know you want the field goal i know (laughs) i do but for some reason 25 might as well just be like the entire field that seems so far this would be a good poll we're gonna throw this up as a poll i'm going free throw i the other ones are all no you'll make it no you're good free throws i don't think so no no you'll make it i'll miss either way yeah, I was thinking initially free throw, but I'm going to go for the field goal. I'm going to see what happens. Oh, Probably going to go like five feet and hit. It's either going to hit the person snapping the ball or it'll go like five feet up and like curl left. You just got to toe the heck out of it. Yeah. Well, thanks for sending that, Dev. And we appreciate anyone who sends us stuff on Instagram. We'll definitely talk about it on Twitter, too. So feel free to send us some some things. We love the uh, love the conversation, the debate. What and did Devin choose? He didn't even say. Dev, you chung. <laughs> Choose. <laughs> you know, like I said, we're uh, excited to excited to get in the rest of the podcast. So we're going to touch on some MLB here. And big week in the MLB as usual. The Mets are still still doing their thing. But there was some other news that happened we'll talk briefly about. Um, and that happened in the AL East. Wander Franco, any thoughts? Yeah, it's a very interesting situation. I don't know where we're officially at with that because I don't like to speculate too early on, more of just like a uh, this is intense. I'm going to take it in and see. Because you really – these stories, I feel like you never they never come out clean. It's always yeah. just like a hot mess express. It's tough with social media uh, too because it just gets jumped on hard. When it's something of this nature, it's tough to not jump to some conclusions too. Yeah, the only thing I want to say is this dude's making bank, and there's definitely like a couple billion women in the world, 18 or older. So, Wander, I'm glad I don't have one of your baseball cards because they'd be worth nothing right about now. Yeah, it's crazy to me when they say that he might not ever play baseball again. That's yeah. Uh... And yeah, for people who don't chase or bang, give a quick synopsis of Wander Franco. I know a lot of people probably don't know too much about him. He's still young, but... Just give a quick like overview of like the hype in him and what he's like accomplished so far. He was one of the biggest prospects. He is he was the biggest prospect in baseball. The next big thing, seriously, like a generational type talent is what he's been touted as. So and what's he like two years in the MLB? Three, maybe? Rookie last year. Rookie last year. So this is only his second season. Yeah. It's tough to talk too much about it right now. We obviously don't know. We're kind of, you know, in the beginning stages of all this, but it is kind of depressing um 
just a talent. I mean, he's been he's a Rays' biggest prospect since Evan Longoria. Touted as a face of baseball, probably in the next couple of years. Unfortunate. Hopefully, you know, thoughts first and foremost to if you know this is true and anyone who was affected. That's all I I guess I have to say about it. I will say anyone who all the guys who spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on Wander Franco cards. Oof. Yeah, I guess that's the liability sometimes in trading cards is getting someone and then they do something nefarious or tied to something. That's a great word, Chase. Nefarious. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. If we ever have to change the name of our podcast, we should just call it Nefarious. How do you spell that? Uh, N-E-F-A-R-I-O-U-S. I I think. I don't know. So as you guys and as you see here, we got some prices of some of the highest Wanda Franco cards. We got this one from uh, April 25th, 2023. Got 79K. Oh, guys, sweating right now. April April, uh, 30th, 78K, 54K, 50K. These are all different cards. So there's definitely some guys holding on some cardboard that are uh, sweating some bullets. Dang. Catch him at the next show. Yeah, they're going to be in like the dollar bin now. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a situation. How about Henry Ruggs? So I'm into his cards. Yeah, they're they're toast. Um, someone like Oscar Tavares. Oh yeah, Oscar Tavares. He was like yeah. the one prospect in all of baseball. For the Cardinals. Yep, and like probably got called up and got killed in a car accident. I guess Jose Fernandez's cards maybe too. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't as bad of a situation. I feel like. I mean, he was on coke. yeah hey do you guys this is um kind of random but do you remember the Bengals wide receiver chris henry yeah he like died he fell out of a truck yeah pac-man jones adopted his son really and he's like committed to playing it i think it to ohio state i think this year that's wild yeah, I was just, I was like, I saw the article the other day because we were just talking about athletes that died. He's on the Pat McAfee show, isn't he? Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jones? Jones? Yeah. I have no idea, not to be completely honest. Not regularly. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, I just, I was wow. like, oh yeah, Chris Henry, that was a weird, I remember that guy playing and then he had that obviously tragic incident and he fell out of the back of a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. But on to some, some more, uh, you know, some happier topics in the in baseball any biggest surprise this year? Do you guys have something? Um, I don't have a surprise, but I do have to quickly correct us from last week, Chase. I actually um talking to Lindsay about it, and she had corrected us that the Orioles, it they've gone 79 straight series now, by the way, current time, without getting swept in a series. Oh, without getting swept so, in a series. And I just looked, they lost two out of three to the Padres, the Astros, and the Phillies all within the last month, but the streak's still alive. So it might have been 70-something winning. You might have been right about that, but without No, it was definitely swept, a sweep. Yeah, and that's yeah. 79 now. So that in itself, I don't know if Stack I can figure out what the longest ever is, but yeah, that was because I the time I heard it now is because when they I was two games de- when they were down in the Astro series. That's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like one yeah. Of yeah, so that's what they were saying. I just tacitly heard that, but yeah, well, we got that straight. That makes so much more sense now. <laughs> oh yeah, my biggest surprise this year what is a uh, Hang Song Kim, Ha Sang Kim from the uh, Padres, and he's kind of just. 
under the radar right now, but he's hitting 284, 15 homers, 40 RBI. It's nothing crazy, but he's got a, he's got a 5.8 war this year. And he's in the middle of a, a four year, $28 million contract with the Padres. And he's been just super consistent. He's been in the majors. This is his third year in the majors and he's already racked up 13 war and just midway through his third year. And he also was in the KBO for seven years and he was really good in the KBO too. Um, I mean, he hit like 20 home runs, hit like over 300, over hundred ribbies in the KBO and it translated pretty well over here, but no one's really talking about him. So I thought it's been an, a good success story and just someone who's getting paid, not getting paid much and giving really good value to their team, even though the Padres are not doing well. Yeah, that's how you, I always I wondered about him because I felt like when I would see him play, it wouldn't be great. But overall, yeah, definitely he's lived up to what they paid him for, probably even more. Yeah, his defense point. has been really good this year, um, which is part of why his war is so high. But just to have almost a sixth war and not even be done the season. And it's true, too, that, like, they moved Tatis to the outfield so Kim could have that spot. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. I mean, whatever, Tatis is just a great player, too, I guess. But, yeah, I was going to bring up the fact I always love at this time of the year when they do all the catcher things, like all the stats compiled now, like, and especially the catchers that get dealt around the deadline for defensive purposes, like who are the best pitch framers and, like, who's been, I guess, overlooked and maybe a little underrated but it's always interesting to see because there's always like a lot of rookies too like i saw langeliers was at the top of a bunch of lists patrick bailey from san francisco yeah a lot of younger guys were like leading and um i think that was throwing out runners like catching runners yeah bailey has been really good this year yeah and uh he's pretty is he a rookie this year bailey is yep yeah so and Langeliers isn't too far removed from being a rookie. No, but yeah, it was pretty impressive. I think I think at that time they were one, two, and then Real Muto was three. I think. Wow. So and he's been one of the best like defensive catch like all around. I would say, but obviously it's just interesting to see because he's like at the high water mark, and when people surpass that, you know, it obviously just shows how much talent they actually have, awesome. and it's just people testing him. But yeah. That would be my thing. That's cool. Yeah, they – I mean, the Giants continue to be – like, I look at their – they're one of those teams that I've been looking at the roster every year, almost kind of like the Rays, although you know the Rays are going to be good. But the Giants, you don't – it doesn't feel like they're in that division, too, going to be that good, and they continue to be, you know, almost like a wild card every year. Yeah, and they get it from just players that obviously they develop and taking that from the Rays organization – yeah, I mean, they have. if you look at Wilmer Flores, he has been – I mean, he was decent on the Mets. He has been a really consistent player, like, every single year. Like, that dude just does his thing and is, plays really well. Yeah, and he's, like, a super utility guy almost. Yep. Like, you can Don't do a lot have, with like, him. They're starting out there, like, Wilmer Flores, J.D. Davis, and Michael – or um, Michael Conforto. Just, like, yeah. trotting all Conforto those of the old Mets. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, clutch. <laughs> yeah. A big surprise for me, um, just diving into their depth chart right now, is the Texas Rangers. I mean, that wasn't Ash- a surprise for me. Even with DeGrom going down like day two, no. Avaldi's out. I mean, Corey Seager's having his best year of his career, but I just, the, I mean, the Astros coming off of a World Series win, 
They got Jose Abreu. I mean, I just thought that that was going to be a division that they weren't going to lose, especially how good they've been the last, like, eight seasons in a row. And the Rangers, I feel like – I mean, I don't know a ton about them, but some adversity. I thought DeGrom going down was a big blow to them, like, right in the beginning of the season. They're still – they're 23 games over 500 right now. Even if the Astros come back and win the division, they'll probably get a wild card spot. And, I mean, when's the last time the Rangers were in the playoffs? I don't think they have been in like the last five years. Yeah, so I predicted them ALCS. You're a chunk. <laughs> Second time it's used to show you and Devin. <laughs> no, but they, I mean, their offense has just been a juggernaut this year between Adolis Garcia has been like a breakout star and Marcus Simeon, who I know you don't like, but he's been really good consistently each and every year. But I think the only reason they're pitching that the ground didn't affect them is because Avaldi uh, has been like, a Cy mm-hmm. Young contender, and I don't think anyone thought he would be. That was that was a out of right field pick. Just like I don't think like you guys, you said the Orioles, and I don't think I didn't actually think the Rangers would be as good as they were. Neither did I. I don't think you thought the Orioles would be as good as they actually. Oh uh, no, no. I mean, yeah, you do have them in your ALCS, but I have to give you some credit. You you predicted them great, but I just I, I mean, know. also predicted the Mets in my NLCS. So, well, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I did too. Season's over for them. No, that's a that's a good story. The Rangers have you know some adversity that they've battled for sure, and I think it's you know part of that's probably having Bruce Bocce as the manager. I mean, he knows how to win, and this is his first year on that first year managing that team. Yeah, I forgot he went there. Yeah, coming off all of... those Giants World Series wins, I mean, he knows what he's doing, and he definitely knows how to manage personalities too from all those years and. He definitely knows how to motivate people. I mean, he had to motivate Pablo Sandoval for like most of his career. So yeah, I mean, and we I mean we have to touch on the Orioles too, because they are literally by far the biggest accomplishment out of any team and their expectations. Chase, in the beginning of the year, you took their over 76 and a half wins. It's mid-August and they're at 74. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that you're going to be one and oh, okay, okay, so, finally. That one was in the books for on a the while. board, and Benny's under 59 and a half athletics. I mean, now that we're looking at them, that's going to be an easy clap as well. So, the only thing that will not hit is my Cardinals. Who, is there a chance? Uh, I don't think so. 50. They're 54 wins, they need to get to 89. They're they in the wide open NL Central, complete wild card division, and the Cardinals. A dog poop, but they retooled so next year they could they could top that. No, I'm never going with them again. <laughs> they need to go also, 36 and five to get that over. Yeah. Okay, so I'm still I'm still in the running. You're in there. There's a chance. Like you get hot. Instead of instead of not getting swept like the Orioles do, they need they just need to sweep everyone. Yeah, they did they just, just the A's ate nothing last night, so they got to turn that okay, around. Oh, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they'll really bottom out to make a, a count. Game win streak, though. They had, yeah, have a chance. They could just end the year like the way the race started and just go like thirty and, and whatever true. that was. Yeah. They have the talent. That's possible. I don't blame you for that pick, though. That was a surprise. Like they are definitely one of the most surprising teams. I mean, that's a talented roster. Yeah, kind of like the Mets. They just didn't. Yeah, didn't translate. Seems like the White Sox had like a bunch of weird things happen, yeah. but the Mets, but the Cardinals are. Definitely the biggest appointment. Yeah, like your Goldschmidt and Arenado were health pretty yeah. healthy pretty much all year. It's not like they didn't, you know, and they I don't know. They just yeah. They're just in a slump. 
Yeah, they just a long slump that they never were able to get out of. Yeah, I mean the Padres were kind of doing the same thing too, where they were just like kept circling themselves. Padres have to make it work with all the picks that or all the prospects they've traded away. They don't have a choice. Oh yeah, they gotta go. (laughs) go. Yeah, they got. They really got to make it count. Uh, I guess we could talk about the Rays too, how they just keep getting decimated by injuries, but somehow find people to just carry the pole. McClanahan. He's out. He heated back up. No, Tommy John out for the rest of this year oh. and all of next year. Oh, yeah, so we'll see you soon, buddy. They their list of Tommy John is crazy, yeah. and it's even when and it's funny that it's the Rays have this long list because they also barely pitch their pitchers past like the sixth yep. inning. Yeah, they manage everything. No, it doesn't. If you pitch eighty pitches or like one hundred two, it's not going to make a difference. It no, I agree. It's, it almost makes it seem like they're throwing as hard as they can, knowing that they're not going to go the entire game. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. They're doing more damage by that. There's sketchy lefties though, McClanahan. We talked about Chris Sale before, like. Mm. there's weird slots they get themselves into Aroldis Chapman yeah. was a starter for a while too I would have never thought knowing how his last eight years of his career have gone uh, <laughs> same thing as like Hunter Green for the Reds I mean he's just coming out there throwing 102 just firing yeah true but no some some good uh baseball talk there and fun little segment coming up we're gonna do a random box score and we're just gonna kind of go around and kind of oh yeah We've done this segment. Well, we did something very similar, but we're dropping it right now. Choosing a rando while going to commando. Let's get right into it, boys. I'm pumped for this one. All right, let's go. Chase, why don't you start off and pick a sport? Oh, Chase, pick whatever you want. You can Any go, sport. You can go even broader than sport. You could pick, like, the country to play it in. If you oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whatever you want. Uh, you I'm you just, can just pick the sport if I'm you gonna want. I'm going to go football since we're, we're getting into football season here. Let's go okay. football. Going football. Yeah. All right. All right, Ben. I'll give you – I'm going to go the 2010s decade. I'm assuming Chase went NFL. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the XFL or something. Um, college football. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You want to do that? No, no, no I'm kidding. No. Professional <laughs> oh, okay, football. okay. 2010 yeah. NFL, Ben. What you got? All right, I'm gonna go year. I'm gonna go 2013. Okay. All right. Oh, 2013. Oh, you might have to go with either a game or a team or. All right. Let's. Uh, if I go team, then we can go a week next. Okay. And then do it that way. All right. So I'll go with hopefully they're not gonna buy. Yeah, I know that's that's the sketchy part. No, I would just advance one week. Big team, pick a division, pick a conference. Just let's draw this out as far as okay. All right. I'm gonna go the AFC. All right, I'll go AFC North. Well, like Ben, you don't know your AFC North teams? It's the Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Oh, I'm gonna go Bengals. Okay, okay, okay. I love it. All right, Chase. What week? Come on, pick a Ravens week. You don't. You can't see. You can't look. All right, let's go week week nine. Oh, is this gonna be an Andy Dalton team? Yes. <laughs> oh no! All right, that's oh, Bengals Dolphins. <laughs> Bengals and Dolphins looks like week nine. Yeah, box score. Good box score. Week nine box score. All right. So here we go. We're going to pull up the box score. Bengals, Dolphins, week nine, Halloween game. Oh. 
2013. Yo, this wasn't that random game that I pulled with that guy from the XFL that was on the Dolphins, was it? No, I don't think so. All right, there's an Andy Dolphin. The Bengals are six and three at this point. OT and a two and a safety to end OT. Oh, oh my gosh. That's a, that's a way the Bengals will lose the game. <laughs> and he all drops back to get sacked in the end zone. I love to see it. Look at these running backs for the Bengals. Ben oh, Jarvis. That's a name. Bernard was still there. Yo, Andy Dalton, though, 338 yards, but zero teeters, <laughs> three picks. Got sacked five times. Oh, and I Tannehill. Th- oh, that's such a Tannehill. I vibe. think Bernard was a rookie in 2013. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I right. think you're right. Oh my goodness! Why, are they, dude? There's so many players still playing. Hold on, the Bengals receiving core: AJ Green, Marvin Jones Jr., Muhammad Sanu. That is loaded. Yeah, Sanu, loaded. Might, have ju- Sanu might have just retired, but Jones. The, the Bengals all have always had insane receivers. Yeah, Man. what the heck? They are loaded. Oh, look at the Miami's. Yeah, Mike, Mike Wallace, Wallace, prime Mike Wallace, <laughs> And Lamar Miller, the Dolphins, he he raked. Yeah, Brian Hotline, Lamar Miller, Charles Clay. He was always good for like a hundo yards and no touchdowns for fantasy. Okay, you're just reading his box score from this game, Darren. <laughs> I mean, sixty for one hundred five, no okay. touchdowns. What did you say, Chase? Who are you touching on? Oh, Charles Clay. Yeah, he's just a, can you go to the defensive side. Oh yeah, yeah, right, we're going. Oh, Vaughn, there he is. Oh yeah, oh, perfect. Chris Crocker. That's a name. Yeah, Cameron Wake with a three sack day. Oh yeah, Penn I wonder State if he won the game with his. He, yeah, we could look at the play by play, see who actually won the, who got the sack on the final. Oh, Danelle Allerby, fresh off his Super Bowl win with the Ravens, defected to Miami for his losing season. Hope he enjoyed it. Oh, All Chase. The Ravens Chase. were also garbage this year. Chase Adam Jones wasn't Pac Man Jones, right? Yeah, no, it yeah, is. That's him. Pac Man Jones. Yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with Adam yeah. Jones on the Orioles. Anyone? Oh, Terrence Newman had a defensive oh, touchdown. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Time out. Shippensburg Red Raider. Shout out Brent Grimes. He had a pick six. Not pick six. He picked off and gone. Took it to the house. That's our boy, ship alum Brent Grimes right there, baby. Actually, don't know. That is crazy. Officially an alum, but a All ship right. legend. Let's see who the kickers were. Mike Nugent. Mike Nugent and Caleb Sturgis. I always remembered when Mike Nugent would have highlights on ESPN, they would always bring up Cat Scratch Fever or anything Ted Nugent song related. <laughs> oh, yep. Cameron Wake. That is Buns in overtime. In yeah. overtime. So, what happened? Did they get pinned down there or did they get yeah, an the interception? Problem. They probably got pinned down there. That was, that was, that was punt. Eight. It was at the eight, though. It's third and ten at the eight. So he went back there. <laughs> Classic Andy. Oh, I need to see this. This is going to make my day. The replay assistant challenge is safety ruling, and the play was upheld. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's Just incomplete to AJ Green, incomplete to AJ Green safety. Well, they, they were probably targeting AJ Green that third time. Dang, that was their second possession in overtime, yeah. too. The Dolphins had two three and outs in OT. So. Perfect was doing perfect things. Yeah. Dang. Well, that was fun. That was fun to look at the – that was a fun box score, too. You got a yeah. couple of cool things that happened. And there you game. have it, boys. Choosing a rando while going commando. That was a good bridge. Yeah, so speaking of NFL, we got a NFL season coming up real quick. We want to just jump into some over-unders and kind of – 
we haven't looked at them yet, just initial thoughts. We're going to do a big NFL preview here, I think, next week and kind of dive deeper into how we're thinking the season's going to play out. Yeah, yeah, I think before we started, um, kind of like, it's not it's not like some Wander Franco news, but we had some sadding news in the NFL. Chase, I don't know if you want to touch on that. Oh, yeah, former running back Alex Collins died in an accident this week, and he was only 28 years old, but he played a decently long NFL career, I would say. I don't know exactly what it was, but split time, I know, with the Seahawks and Ravens, so I got to see him play a good bit and uh most notably a lot of people bring this up but why he had good footwork was because he was an irish dancer he took those classes and he said it really helped him in his football career when he left college and went to professional football so interesting note i always thought that was kind of a weird fact but yeah obviously a tragic news to see him pass away yeah he was on a a motorcycle and um just kind of a, a tragic tragic accident and um you know someone who's so young I mean, he's basically our age 28 i believe so just a, a sad sad thing you don't, don't never like to see especially as the nfl season is about to start and all the excitement towards that so you know definitely uh wanted to mention that here on the podcast all right well here we go over unders let's get right into it we got uh oh we're gonna spice it up remember benjamin <laughs> So this week, we're going to jump right into all the over-unders win totals for the NFC only. We'll go AFC next week. But boys, I think I say we spice it out. I say we all give we all go over-under per the team. And every time you hear the little bell, that means that all three of us went with the same pick. And that's going to go into an ultimate NFC over-under parlay. We'll drop it on the uh, story and show you guys the uh, the parlay and you know oh, yeah one unit how many one units unit we're me. placing i'm yeah. gonna go one unit and my units are a dollar each just so, <laughs> just so my listeners know. We're, we're not a we're big not fat unit on that yeah. one fat unit maybe i'll go a unit and a half oh, oh, I, oh yeah i love it all right i love the half units you're gonna mark down if we're uh yeah yeah we'll go through i mean if we or if we're matching on everything i say we just break that up by division but you know if we only got like seven total picks, we're we're riding it high all right let's get it i like it let's get into it all right let's let's start let's start with the nfc east the fan favorite everyone knows all of our listeners know a lot about the nfc East. so so ben what we got first let's go cowboys all right cowboys over under what we got right now over under nine and a half wins all right that's easy for me i'm going over why are you going over because they're kind of they're there's 17 games okay i didn't know if there's anything you wanted to say on the podcast uh i just know the cowboys are going to win 10 games and i may or may not be participating in the joyousness of those 10 wins okay so you're going to cheer for them this year is what you're saying yeah we can touch on it more okay in the future we'll do that as a side note (laughs) but over under so ryan's going over I'm going to go over two. I think nine and a half, you know, I think nine and a half is kind of, kind of low for them. Chase. Yeah. My initial reaction was to say no, but I think they're going to squeak by with 10. I'm not saying that that they're going to have an awful year. I just think that the NFC East is going to be a really challenging division. All right. Three overs. All right. Put it on the parlay. Next up Eagles, Ben, what we got going on? Eagles. We have, all right. Eagles. We got over under 11 and a half. Ooh, that's putting them at a 12 and five season total. Mm. 
I'm going over. I think they're I yeah, I'm going over. 12-1 team. Yeah, I'll go over as well. I mean, it the extra I'm still getting used to this 17 game se- season. I'm thinking like 11 and 5 is like well 12 and 12 and 4 is hard to be, but 12 and 5, I think the Eagles can do it. Coming off the Super Bowl, I don't think it was like a one-time wonder, so yeah, well, I also have no idea what their schedule is or any no, type of stretches that they have. Oh, yeah, still no, we just have blind. Not, yeah, we're doing this. This is blind. just straight blind. Yeah. I'm gonna I will go over. What was that eleven and a half then? Yep. Yeah. All right, let's All go, right. let's go commanders since we're right here. All right, what well, we got commanders over soon. under six and a half. Ooh, Oosh. my gosh. It's so easy just to say over for everything. Yeah, I'm going under. Who's their quarterback this year? Probably Sam Howell. And if not, Jacoby Brissett. I'm going under. NFC. Mm, I'm gonna go over still. Over. I don't know. I, I'm a big over guy. I know it. It never works out. Yeah, I can see them getting seven wins. I'll go over. All right. All right. Yeah, Giants. Thank, thank everything. We don't have to put them in the parlor. I'd be sweating over the Commanders. <laughs> All right. Got the Giants over under seven and a half. Wow. Danny Dimes. Saquon came back on the franchise tag. I'm going over. Yeah, it seems low considering they made the playoffs last year, and I feel like they. Didn't lose a whole lot in the offseason. I'm going to go over. I'm going under. It feels like a trap to go over. All right. Ben doesn't believe in the commanders or Brian Dable and his Giants. It just feels like a trap. It feels too low. It feels way too low, and I don't I don't know why. On the yeah, parlay. It sketchily low. Yeah, that's what One more game than the commanders. That tells me they yeah. really think highly of the commanders or the Giants are horseshit. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm going under. So. All right. We've got the Eagles and the Cowboys so far on the list, both overs. Let's jump to the NFC West, Ben. You got Cardinals right there. What Cardinals. we got? What are we looking? Four and a half. Lots of belief in Kyler right now. These are current Fandle odds for any of your sports junkies that are your is, uh, out there. Is Kyler out to start the year or is he starting the year? Well, TV timeout for Stat Boy real quick. I mean, either way, that's just so little. I'm going over. I- I've said over every time. I'm going to keep saying over, over. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. You can get I mean, lucky and win five. What is that? That's five and twelve. Come on. Come yeah, on. I feel like you get four pity wins and then one you actually won. Yes, they can easily win. I mean, it seems like he won't be back till at least midway through the season. Oh, who's their backup? Is it? He's, he had a torn ACL December, so there he's probably not getting rushed back. Okay, yeah, that's true. I just can't uh, say under four and a half. I just can't. I'm going to go over. I mean, unless they really try to tank this year. They're riding Colt McCoy. Oh, well, he's not He's not making it. He's not even going to make it half the year. He like might make it two one games. Ride, their number one wide receiver of Hollywood Brown. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, they might just end at four wins. I'm, gonna have to I'm, go on I'm going under. I'm going under. All right. Luckily, we don't have to worry about that. All right, next up, we got the Rams. Ben, Rams over under six and a half. Uh, Stafford's back. Um, I'm going over. Yeah, I they could probably beat. They can probably at least get two wins against the Cardinals. <laughs> so <laughs> you know they can lock that in. I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm gonna go over. All right, Rams. It is. Is that six and a half? Yeah. We're all Rammy for that one. Uh, Seahawks. <laughs> By the way, I still haven't said under yet. Seahawks. Classic. Seahawks are eight and a half. Eight and a half. Well, that's a tricky one. You know they're getting two wins against the Cardinals, so mark that down. <laughs> over. Still riding high. Yeah, I'm gonna say over too. I can see them getting nine. I'm going under. All right, all right. I feel and... like they're just gonna ride Kenneth Walker this whole season. 
All right, and the last team in 49ers. the division, we got the 49ers over 10 and a half. I'm always going to pick under. I hate the 49ers. Eighth pick, first under. Give me it. They're not going to have a winning season. Dang. Giving it to Brock Purdy. Trey Lance coming back at some point. He's probably. back. He's just a backup now. They really gave Brock Purdy the starting job. Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. They are so hard for Brock Purdy. It's not even funny. Yep. Oh, if, yeah. he, if he bricks, they are making such a shithole of a team. Did you see uh, who the 10 picks after Trey Lance were in that draft? Oh, yeah. Pretty much all all like stars. perennial pro bowlers. Yeah, they hitched their wagon pretty high. I'm going to say I'll go over just because their division's kind of butt cheeks. All right. They also have Sam Darnold there. He could, he could come in hot. Yeah, he could. All oh, right. Yeah. Let's keep the train rolling. We only had the Rams in that division. Our parlay's at three teams right now. Jump to the NFC North, Ben. What we got on the Bears? Duh, Bears. Over seven and a half. Ooh, you know what? Mm. I'm going to take my second in a row under. I think Justin Fields is a little overhyped, and I think the Lions and the Vikings are going to – and even the Packers don't sleep on them. Yeah, easy under for me. Yeah, this division could be wide open this year for anyone because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is there to dominate it. Yeah, they came off a, a late run last year. I think Fields really turned it on. I'm going to go over. I'm going under, too. I – I don't believe Fields is that guy yet. I have to see more from him. All right. Next up, Lions. What are we looking? Lions, nine and a half. Oh, that's a tough one. This might be their highest preseason win total in years. Since Megatron left, maybe. Oh, my God. I'm going under. I'm going under. That is. I know they do have a talented team. Yeah. They got to get to 10 wins. I'm going to go over just because they're a really scrappy team and they do play hard. All right, I'm glad that you guys already split so I can just casually drop the over since I'm just going to root for him this year. I don't have to worry about the parlay. All right, Vikings? Eight and a half. Wow, that seems kind of low. That does seem low, but also I'm going to go over. I think... Yeah, I'm going to go over. I think they're just – they're a regular season team. I'm going under. This feels like another trap. Comeback player of the year award. Get ready. Adam Thielen. Be ready for it right now. What was that? Was it the Panthers? Oh, <laughs> you, can still, you can still mark it. No, <laughs> no, mark it. Take, take what it are the odds on that? <laughs> I do not follow my all season acquisitions that well. That's <laughs> like, all good. Man. It was a really like a, a weird time that he got traded there. All right, and I don't even know if he got traded. He might have just signed there. Uh, yeah, I right. think I think they didn't want to pay him. Like yeah. I think he wanted a lot of money, which I mean. With Justin Jefferson, I don't, I don't blame him. All right, and to round out the NFC North Packers, we're looking at seven and a half. I'm taking the under here, boys. I'm going to go under, too. I think they're due for a little bit of a hangover. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Under. You picked the unders like I picked the overs, buddy. And touching onto the parlay, boys, up to four teams. And last but not least, well, maybe the least, is the NFC South, which is going to be a dumpster fire this year. Mm. This could yeah. be... I'm going to say it now. The winner of this division is going to be max nine and eight. Max. I don't think anyone gets 10 wins this year in the division. All right. Well, we'll start off with the Saints. See, the over under is at nine and a half. Oh, so I guess I'm oh, going yeah. under. Is, uh, I guess, Jameis Winston is back as no, their quarter. Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr. That's right. Derek Carr with the Saints. Yeah, care. he's a regular season guy who can drunkenly get 10 wins. I'll say over. I, I like over on this one, too. I think oh. that division's kind of. Oh. Since the division is bad, I think that Derek Carr is going to play well there. 
And who knows, Michael Thomas might play a single game. You never know. I yeah. want to cave and switch just so I can put on the parlay, but I'm not going to. I'm sticking with that. I like it. All right, All right, well, let's get let's go with the Bucks right there. We got a oh. over under six and a half. Oh my gosh, that's the easiest over I'm taking. That might be my straight pick. I'll drop it next week to see if I actually commit, but easy over six and a half. Hundred percent. Wow. Being quarterbacked by maybe Kyle Trask or maybe Baker Mayfield. Um, Ben, to counter your argument, I'm going to go hundred percent over. Hundred percent under. Hundred percent over. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the fence. <laughs> and say they get six and then have a tie in there. All right. But you it's under. Falcons and Panthers left, Ben. Who are we going? Who are we jumping to? Rich first? Reserves under. Yeah. Falcons and Panthers. We'll go Panthers with the over under seven and a half. All right. Before I before I butcher something, can you guys give me like their QB one, RB one? Oh, Miles Sanders, Bryce, Bryce Young, Young, and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. <laughs> they traded away DJ Moore, by the way. Who was their best wide receiver? He's been rocking with who? the Bears. Oh yeah. No. All right, I'm going under. Also, new head coach Frank Frank Reich is their new head coach. Yep. That oh, under. Yep. Thanks, Ben. Come on, Chase. Just join the club. Right, I'll not... go under. You are. Yeah. A don't rookie. Qu- you. No, I mean with a rookie quarterback, I don't know. I feel like it. It might be like a, a growing year. Okay. Do have a do have the benefit of a division that's not ter- terrible, but I also we again who knows what their their schedule looks like. So. Parlay up to four Falcons. We want to go for the five piece over five under eight and, eight and, a and a half. So I guess they think the Falcons are going to win this division. Wow, no, no the Saints. Saints. Oh, the Saints. That's right. What's what's uh? Well, so the Falcons. Mm, how many how many touches does Corderell Patterson get this year? Maybe not as much because they drafted B. John Robinson with their first round pick. Well, yeah. they're just gonna. Oh, that's true. He could have a Zeke type rookie year. He could just. Oh, they're gonna lunch. use him into the ground. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're going to destroy his career. You gotta get, you gotta get to the running backs before it's time for their big deal. Might be a top. Uh, might be a top fantasy pick. Their team is wonky. Eight and a half is weird. It's a lot of belief in Desmond Ritter. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna say they finish at eight wins. The stench of Matt Ryan still reeks on the Falcons for me, so I'm going to always say under. But Chase, Matt Ryan is more elite than Joe Flacco. No. Just kidding. Just kidding. kidding. Does Matt Ryan have a Super Bowl MVP? He has a regular season MVP, but those don't matter. 28-3. Yeah. You know what Joe Flacco never did? Lost the game (laughs) 28-3. Or blew a lead 28-3. I think I'm going to go under two. This is... This feels like another trap. Like eight and a half feels really high for Desmond Ritter's not a rookie, but he's a rookie. He's never played. I mean, he played a little bit at the end of last year, but I didn't think he looked anything impressive. I don't know if this is because of the game or what. I feel like it is. I feel like also the NFC is a little bit weaker than the AFC overall. So maybe that's why they are doing that. But I don't know. I feel like they have a lot of younger guys. Also, Kyle Pitts had a down year last year, so he has to rebound. And. I think defensively, they're still working some things out. They, I think they cut their leading tackler last year, too. Not that he was anything great, but... Yeah. I'm going to go under. Just feels like another weird one, but I'm going to go under. Chase? Yeah, I'm going under. Are you under? Yeah. Ending it up. Under eight and a half. All right, there you have it. Took a little longer than expected, but we broke down the entire NFC. Win totals. We got the Eagles over 11 and a half. The Cowboys over nine and a half. The Rams over six and a half. 
the Packers under seven and a half, the Panthers under seven and a half, and the Falcons under eight and a half. A six-leg monster bomb. At least one team from every division, boys. I like it. I like it. Let's go. We're gonna parlay these separate. AFC, NFC. We're gonna just yeah. send it all in one. No, AFC, uh-huh. NFC. We'll run it. Gonna round robin this. Oh, we'll see. Gets dangerous with those yeah. units. They add up quick at the round <laughs> they do. robin. They do. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that. That was a fun one. And uh, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna end the episode there. Episode twenty-eight. Look forward to next week, 29. And we have a special episode 30 coming up because we're going to do it live on YouTube. And I hope you guys are excited for that one because we definitely are. So, oh, yeah. I don't even want to think about the time Ben edits these. So just, just be ready for this preparedness. I'm so excited for it. If it goes better than expected, boys, just think of we can be popping these out like something. <laughs> so, All right. Be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be laying them out. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. As always, remember, you know, message us on Instagram if you got anything y'all want us to talk about. Listen on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We're on YouTube too, putting out reels, putting out all the content. So interact with us, and we appreciate all of you for listening. We're out. See you next week.